Yo, it's a real Dude to Kill podcast. Maybe back with another one. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, the whole nine. Um, we almost at twenty five thousand. So after this episode, which to me is gonna be very very special, hopefully we get to twenty five thousand. I ain't gonna say that we gonna, we will get twenty five thousand. And um, this episode here, I was telling you, Johnny, bro, before we started recording that. This um, episode, it's going to be one of the ones, bro. Uh, what I mean by that is people that have been listening for like five years. The Megan episode, Ammo Williams, the Kinderman, Marcus Clay, and Neek. Those episodes was the episodes where it's like, okay, you got them on before it took off. Before anybody seen it. And those episodes, to me... Are the ones that make this podcast special because everybody asks me all the time, "What this podcast about?" I can't give a clear answer, but I think episodes like this one and those makes this podcast special. And I just tell you a story, and people that's listening. So right now I'm like, I'm hard ass with this job I got, twelve and a half hours Monday through Friday, and the original plan I always I want to take on the podcast. I've been telling Rudy for we took for months. That we're gonna do it. So my original plan was simple, but he hit me up and said, "Yo, we gotta do a podcast." He ready? I said, "Damn, I'm working. It's gonna be. Can we just push back to December type of deal?" Like, nah, bro, we gotta do this. Other times with somebody else, I'd have been like, "Nah, we are gonna wait." But this one, I said, "You know what, bro? Like, even though I'm working, I'm between schedule. We're gonna make this happen." I'm grateful for it. For sure, bro. Like when your project come out. 11-11, bro, like, it's going to be special, bro. Right I already on. believe it. Right and on. people don't know I'm talking about, bro. We're talking about Johnny Coco. Man, I appreciate you for taking the time out with your busy schedule and um, sitting down with me. Appreciate you for having me. Nah, for sure, bro. We, we had we had mock interviews, bro. We had mock interviews on the phone. Right. It's like, man, look, bro, we got to have the real one, bro. It's, it's about right that time. On, right on. And I think this is this is going to be great, bro. Just, but just talk to me, bro. How you living? How you feeling, man? What's going on with you right now? Uh, I'm feeling blessed. Just steady grinding as usual. Yeah. Uh, creating, staying creative, staying balanced, staying grounded. Uh, yeah. All the good stuff. Uh, still meditating every day. If not every day, every other day. Yeah. Uh, keeping my mental balance for sure. Yeah, uh, the, the fragrances in here is like. Yeah. I, I got my frankincense going like, right some, now. There's some meditation, be some yoga going on out here, bro, <laughs> in the studio. But but we in the studio. What what is how does this feel for you, bro? Like on a as an artist, like I'm obviously I'm not, but for you making these songs, having your project come out and everything, like sometimes when it comes to artists being in the studio, it's like okay, yeah, I'm here three, four, two, three hours out the day. What's what's the schedule like for you when you're trying to make some songs? Truthfully, I'm a night owl, uh, majority of the time. Uh, for the most part, I'll be recording myself at home. Yeah. Like whenever I'm here at the studio, it's uh it's different. It's a different vibe. It's like uh it's a different how would I say form of blocking in. Right, right, right. Being at home in the living room or something. It's uh definitely especially at takeover, it's like a, a home aura. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. all the more easy and smoother too. Yeah. So And let's go back, bro. Let's go back to early childhood days because obviously, you know, you being an artist now but at some point, you had to grow up to become that. Right. 
Beaumont, Texas. Right. Talk about growing up out there and, and that adjustment and growing up and now we in Houston right now. Um, growing up in Beaumont, for me, from my perspective, it's a bit tricky. Uh, like plenty of others, mama kept me sheltered in the house for the majority uh, as much as she could. Uh, working nights, I really can't put too much emphasis on the curfew. But um, my pops helped with that. But um, I stayed a couple areas out there. Yeah. Um, when we first moved there from Corpus, because that's where I'm born at, uh, okay. Corpus Christi. We moved out there to Beaumont. Um, stayed in a rather tricky area, right, I would right. say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then uh, moved around a bit, uh, met some characters. Um, but overall, it's pretty smooth growing up out there in Beaumont. Yeah. But outside of doing music, what was the initial, if, I'll say if, if you had one, the initial plan for you growing up? Was it always music? Nah. Or was it sports? Or was it something? What was it? Truthfully, I can't really say that I had a, a childhood dream, so to say. Yeah. That I really was stuck on carrying out my whole life. Uh, yeah. To be honest, I was one of those. Uh, one week he want to be a firefighter. One week he want to be. Oh, yeah. He want to be President a of the United States. Yeah, something else. Yeah. But um, shit, when I got to high school, I can say I wanted a career in the military, but it didn't pan out all that well for me. Yeah. I came home early. Um, that's honestly when I got into the music shit. Yeah. So around like high school ish, around it or before then? Uh, after. After high school. Yeah. But <clears throat> so when it came to the music, what was the the inspiration, right? Because I feel like us being black people, right? We we all be with our homies. We all freestyle. Right. We all can <laughs> rap in some. We all try to rap in some sort of way, but we don't make it here to the studio, right? So. Right. When did you know you had the gift? Like, when did you know, like, damn, like, I can really do this? Uh, I've always known that I could sing the way that I do. Just off mimicking my sisters, my mom, uh, growing up in church. Uh, talk about that heavy. Uh, really being in church built the artist that I am right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. Subconsciously thinking and speaking. But um, soaking in just such a raw form of music. So right. to say, and um, but writing songs in in middle school actually, middle school transitioning into high school and uploading them, singing them acapella on Facebook, uh, even going back to MySpace days a little bit, right? Uh, doing stuff like that, I knew that I could write well, and English was of course my favorite subject in school, uh, throughout the whole duration. But uh, I always knew that I could write really well, and yep. I had a, a early passion for music, like I was seeing, uh, being around church and my sister singing and whatnot, listening to music on Pandora and shit. Yeah. But uh, it wasn't until I graduated, like I was saying, that I actually sparked a, a real passion to actually take it up as a career or like a more than a hobby type thing. Right. And that's when you knew at that point, like, okay, I could really make some money out this, help my family out, make ends for myself. To be the artist you going to be that and you're becoming. That too, but really yeah. more so like uh, one of the impact people the same way that I got impacted yeah. just listening to music. Yeah. 
and you say you was in, in the church real heavy. Um, so with you being in the church, you think that inspired you also as well to even keep going with the music in a sense? Because you hear that a lot of times with artists where church was one of the main things being with their family, being real church heavy. Right. Helped them and groomed them into becoming the artist they are now. So you think that played a part if you never went to church? You think you would still be that? No. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. Truthfully, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be the same at all. Uh, church is definitely in my roots heavy. Um, definitely influenced my sound a lot. Uh, the way that I sing, uh, how I hit my runs, how I would hit my uh, high notes from uh, anything, all ranges. Uh, even the the type of grooves that I like uh, yeah. as far as picking out beats. Sometimes I find myself uh, seeing nostalgia, I guess, listening to my songs sometimes. Yeah, it sounds yeah. Cause when I when I listen to you, it's I, like this. This is my thing, bro. When I listen to artists that haven't reached that pinnacle yet, mm -hmm. of course, when everybody don't know them, I, I smile from ear to ear, bro. Like, I'm like, bro, like this dude got something, or she got something. When I'm listening to you, I'm like, bro, when he first when they first showed me and gave me a track i'm listening to i'm like this person sounds different and that sounds cliche right you say oh this person sounds different right. than everybody else but it's like you can't really try to pinpoint who this person sound like because it's not like you can look at the artist nowadays like everybody sounds the same yeah but your sound is so unique and it's so different that this i can't even pinpoint like who you compare it to i told you before like I said, if Lloyd came out in right. this era, mm -hmm. that's what I get. They gonna say y'all the looks. I'm not even talking about the looks. <laughs> I'm talking about the sound and your yeah. music. Like, do you have like a, a artist that you looked up to and wanted to sound like, or you just knew like, man, I want to have my own sound? Um, at first, every artist can attest to this, uh, and it be the truth. If they say differently, they lying. Uh, we all try to. Uh, we all try to emulate um, our predecessors of those that came before us. Right. If I had to choose, uh, I definitely would be able to say uh, from the era of Ray Charles, James Brown, them, right. uh, Eddie James, all the way up to uh, Kendrick Lamar, Russ, yeah. um, Cole, Drake, of course, Wayne. Yeah. Um, a very broad list, honestly. Um, my ears are very diverse. I don't discriminate against genres. Uh, I don't listen to heavy metal though. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, um, Everything but heavy metal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes, like I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm real big on music. Like not even just one genre. Like I'm the type of dude I would listen to music without lyrics. For sure. Like electronics, but like when it comes to electronics, it's more so like you got different types. Mm -hmm. Smooth, you know. Type not the EDM Raven stuff, but like when I'm listening, and it's like okay, I could just hear different sounds and different genres, well-rounded. I think that's what makes an artist special is when the artists listen to more than just their genre. Right. When they're listening to uh, soft rock or instrumentals or alternative, alternative rock, all mm -hmm. types, not just the typical. Hip hop and R and B, you know, and you and we get that a lot with some artists. And I think that's what make artists like you special because you're 
listening to different sounds. Right. And right. That, and it blend and it and it blends into your own music. So when somebody hear like a project, they're like, damn, where you get this from? It's the the, the It's a perfect blend from right. all over. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Exactly. So I think that's real, real key. Um but I just wanna shift gears to a lot of some other things you went not even say you went through, but the whole taking that trip down to New York. Of course. Going to Rockefeller or Rock Nation. Yeah. Special moment. Bro, like, anybody could do that shit, bro. You yeah. went down there, like, talk about that experience. Talk about how that came about. Uh, beautiful little story. Um, my first trip out to New York ever, we uh, rendezvous with them a little bit. They showed yeah. me a little love. Uh, just chopping it up. This round of time, um, I'm meeting with all the different labels and whatnot. Yeah. And then uh, they invited me back. And we was just chopping it up more and more, uh, figuring out business, of course. That's mandatory. But uh, feeling out, um, like the elements of what make what would make it a home for me, or yeah. what would make sense uh, outside of the music, of course, I guess to say. Um, but man, they brought me back out uh, when we actually locked in, locked in. Yeah. Uh, show me. It was real nice. So uh, we had a nice little celebration there at the office. Um, seeing the gold room, yeah. uh, the uh, what they call it, the I think they call it the war room. Yeah. Uh, that was fire. Uh, yeah. It's like a a huge screen uh, where they show everything like analytics uh, from. I think I seen a snippet on social yeah, media. Yeah. Yeah. That was live. Um, what were some of the things like they told that you can talk about? Like, what were some of the stuff they talked? Was it like expectations or anything that they said that just stuck out to you that you could even talk about? Um, expectations as far as what? Just far as like what they expect from you as an artist, you know, because you know you're dealing with, you know, Rock Nation or let's say with any of them type of companies or record labels. They expect because you know there's so many artists that they right. be under these yeah. labels and that you you hear them you be like, damn, what happened to them? It's like it's, I feel like they had this expectation on some of these artists, like they gotta sell this amount or do this, do that. Right. Did they explain that to you or not? Um, not really. Of course, that's always gonna be a talk of business, cause shoot, that's what we do it for. Right. right? But uh, really, not like any pressure for expectation. Um, but of course, we are gonna do what we do, regardless. Right. Right. Um, that's just in my nature. Uh, I'm a hustle naturally, right. so we gonna. We gonna shine for sure, regardless. Uh, yeah. Just in the journey, but um, around those talks, um, everybody's definitely excited. I can feel the the excitement and anticipation for yeah. dropping future releases, um, and then even going forward after the EP drop, as yeah. far as uh, speaking on the album, just to stay there and not venture too far into the future. Right. But um, I can say my my family over at The Rock is uh, pretty excited for me yeah. going forward. Look, I remember I seen the social media, you had the three hats yeah. right there. It was like, it was like signing day in a little bit. <laughs> it, it was cool. It was pretty cool to me. But, of course, you'll get some negative feedbacks and comments right. under some stuff like that. Like, <laughs> oh, he's, he's picking signing day to choose his death. Some crazy stuff like that. What, what, do you, what do you think about stuff like that, like the negativity? Uh, it's balance. Yeah. I mean, it's life. We right, all right. gotta live. Uh, it's a journey. Where there's positive, there's gonna be negative. Where there's love, there's bound to be hate. 
Um, yeah. Use it as fuel the same way. Um, hate is just love and denial. Right. Exactly. And that's just what I, when, when I saw I was like, to me, I'm thinking it's cool because it's like, bro, like, not everybody can have this opportunity of a lifetime, especially you know yourself. Right. You know what you can accomplish. You know when you get in the booth, it's like, okay, it's go time. Right. But I do want to ask this. Do you believe there? Do you believe? Do you believe a pressure? Um, from myself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, every now and then, um, I'm human. We all get a little taste of anxiety, but that's yeah. why you take things day by day, step by step. Uh, I myself, I like to keep myself grounded on a daily basis to deal right. with stuff like that. Um, but pressure outside of myself, um, now I don't feel it. I don't feel it too much. Yeah. Yeah, I could, I could see that, bro. Cause like, listening to you versus hearing you on a song is like soft spoken, humble, cool dude. Thank you. But then you get in that booth, it's like a dog come out. I'm like, man, it's like two. It's 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 a. But you said it's a balance. Right. You can't be with you on the studio in, in like 24 seven. Right. You know that's it's, it's like it's like your cameras. You the artist. You know. So when you get inside the booth, I want to go back. I want to go back to the first song I heard. On God. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's the song everybody probably hit, hit you up about. Right. And seeing it do the numbers it did. Um, did you expect that song, when you first recorded it, to be what it was? Uh, not to be arrogant. I did. For real? <laughs> I did. <laughs> I really did. Yeah. Um, it was just one of the ones. I mean, of course, every artist is gonna be biased naturally towards their music, um, especially when it's good and you yeah. know it's good. Yeah. But um, it was something about on God that I knew um, was gonna take my career to the next level that uh, I was seeking out for. Right. So I can say yeah. Yeah. I did. But how did... talk to me about this, bro? Because everybody thinks they're artists. Right. I can't tell you how, how much, how many DMs I get about <laughs> some artists trying to be on on the podcast. Or, you know, like, I know when somebody's serious. And you're still coming up. Like, you still have, you haven't your prom yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're still going to be a couple of EPs, albums, and then not everybody going to know you. Right. What does it take for an artist to be an artist, though? Because, like I said earlier, all of us freestyle with the homies. When we right. out, we turning up, we hear a beat, come on, we got a couple of drinks tequila in us. We lit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We freestyling, and we think we doing something, but we're not. What a, what does it take to be a true artist? Like the, the I'm not trying to over, like overflow with too much I'm saying, but. I know what you when, mean, though. Yeah, when it comes to like. where you coming from. Yeah. Um, one, it takes passion. Right. Without passion. You'll burn out fast doing this type of stuff or yeah. anything creative, really. Right. But uh, I'll keep talking. I'm gonna turn it. Keep talking. Will definitely be a uh, consistency. Um, you got to be consistent with your passion, otherwise uh, you'll still burn out. You'll burn out quick. Um, just within the past year, I've seen so many come and go, and I'm still up and coming, like you said, and to still see uh those that quit. Those that uh, they start off strong, but they don't quite have it in them to keep running. Like like Nip said, it's a marathon. Yeah. Um, it's not a sprint. Yeah. And a lot of 
uh, I wouldn't call them artists. Uh, it's a debate on rappers, singers, and opportunists. Uh, yeah. Or you have artists, those that um, they live in the music. We live in the music. Um, we breathe music. Uh, we sleep. It's music. Um, everything. So to, to really be a true artist, it's all about loving the art. Right, right. And I think that's what it's all about within, because anybody can hop in a booth. I can hop in a booth tonight and think I'm doing something, but it's fucking sorry. Right. Like, it's not the same. What to you makes a, a hit? Like, because what I mean by that is we go in this booth, I can't say we, like I'm an artist, but you go in the booth at rappers, singers, countless hours. And I always said to me, I always said, like, a true artist, like, if I said if I was a, a, a rapper or a singer or something, I will be living in the studio. I will have my TV. I will have, I will make this my home. Right. Because this is what I, I, term, I will turn the hobby into something I'm a livelihood. And you're going and you're making song at the song because the first song you make in the stu studio ever is not going to be what everybody thinks. So right. What makes a hit? To me, a hit, huh? It's tricky. It's different elements to creating a hit. Uh, to me, it would have to be. It'll come down to the emotion that you feel coming out of it, uh, and that boils down to actually being in the booth. The emotion that you put into the mic. Uh, Mm, those wavelengths they translate real well, like uh, as in frequency and just uh, broadband of music. Period. Um, what you put into the mic is what you is what you get out of it. Right. And with this EP coming out, how many songs is it? Nine. Out of those nine songs, how many songs did you actually record before you said these are nine songs? Um, I want to give the, the audience like a true. Uh, like a preview of how it goes into a right recording studio as in building it um i really picked through a well over probably the span over two years so um so two years worth of music yeah it narrowed it down to nine right how many yeah. songs was that real picky uh we probably shuffled through about 80 90 90 songs you said these the nine yeah, but it's other elements that go into it too. I get it. If I'm being honest, I get like, it. Like uh, cohesiveness, which right. ones would fit well together, uh, right? As far as message, what I'm trying to say, or stuff like that. Yeah. And then the time, like you said, two years. Uh, the world changes a lot in two years. The sound of music sure. changes in two years. For sure. Any of these nine songs was they recorded two years ago? Uh yeah. Uh, prayerful thoughts. Um. What else? Um, dang. Um, yeah, because you ain't got to go word for word, yeah. but like a couple of them was back. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's that dedication. Right on. You know, because you hear some stories with guys like, man, I made my album in 15 minutes. It's like, come on, man. Like, yeah, some of them be capping. You know, you can't just, you can't but just make it. it's definitely possible. But, yeah. yeah. Then you say people got, and then you, you do your writing too. Right. So you're yeah. doing your right, you're jotting it down. You got some people that say, I recorded this song in the back of a Bentley truck, or I did this. I was like, yeah. like let's, let's, let's stop it. Let's stop it. But I, I do, I do want to ask this question, though. For you, what, what, what is success to you? 
Mm. Success. Success has many forms. Um, success, uh, to me, it definitely wouldn't be anything that's monetary or financial base. It wouldn't be uh, status base. Um, probably when I know for sure that I'm impacting culture, that'll be when I know I'm, I'm successful. When I'm impacting culture or my motion is having an effect of uh, heavy opinions or like when the, the hate is for real, for real. I was about to say <laughs> then I know I was I'm hoping doing you something right. I know yeah. I'm doing something right then. Yeah. But um, on a positive note, success, um, when I'm all the way mentally, uh, it'll probably be never, honestly. Uh, yeah. Mentally content with where I am with my career. Yeah, and what do you see your career? What's the what's the end goal for you with your career? Um, I don't really like for you to be like, I made it. I'm good. I'm done recording. When would that? I know that's down a lot. I don't really put a time stamp on it. Right. I don't really uh, see an end for it. Yeah. Um, that's dangerous. That's a right. dangerous mindset to have. We were just having this conversation. Uh. Last weekend, um, that's a dangerous mindset to have. You always want to just um, go through your journey without fear of it or trying to see the end goal. Now you focus on, you're not really living in the moment in the or moment, yeah. for your present. Yeah. And I want. I always want to touch about, I always bring this up when it comes to, well, you actually the first person I'm going to bring this up to as an um, artist because... We see rap nowadays. I'm asking this first. Do you consider what do you consider yourself? A rapper, a singer. What do you consider yourself? Uh, Before I go on the next question, just an artist. Because uh, that could get uh, blurred. Uh, rapper, singer. Uh, if I say I'm a rapper and I start singing, they be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" If I say yeah. I'm a singer and I start rapping too much, they like, "You're an artist." Yeah. And you can do things behind us. Like you can write. Can you write? Do, you do some producing. A little bit. Little I'm bit. trying to uh, get one of my uh, producer buddies to teach me how to like uh, make beats and stuff. But right. um, as far as like mixing and engineering, uh, I dabble in that. Yeah, I love to do that. Because I was gonna ask this, we look at a lot of these rappers, untimely demise in, in the rap game. Some of these artists, we can go down the line of these artists that passed away out of nowhere. Right. To violence, to gun violence. God bless. You know, I always say, like, these artists getting killed and these murders, I'm pretty sure at some point in their life they were screaming out Black Lives Matter, but does it really right. matter? You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, my thing is this. My question I was going to ask, the circle, you know, because it could be cool now, you know, when you got your music going and you got, you, you, Scott, you ascending. You're not descending. Right. You ascending. Stock is rising. Right on. This EP drop, it's gonna rise even more. Facts. And then what's gonna happen is the people around you could change a certain way. True. And then you start to, you know, family, friends, whatever, mm -hmm. acquaintance, start to see like a little bit of different movement. The circle for you. Um, how, how do you move about that? Have you thought about that? Who's that are right because that's very important nowadays true very important uh and to be honest that's throughout history that's always the most important thing like uh who do you have around you 
your environment, basically. Um, my environment, uh, the people that I have around me, uh, like family, and I like it. I like it to be that way, specifically because uh, if it doesn't feel like family, uh, it's not truly authentic to my my nature, my spirit, my soul, my mindset, uh, my person. It uh, it'll throw me off. Um, Cause shoot, who are you most comfortable around? Your family. What? And even in business, to be honest, um, it has to have family-oriented elements yeah. to make it all the more uh, cherry on the top, I guess, I guess to say. But um, I don't worry too much about it. Um, I know at some point, of course, it's a life. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have some pushback somewhere, but uh, family pretty wrapped tight. Um, good relationship. Family, uh, my brothers, that, uh, friends that I call my brothers. Yeah. But... Um, Everything pretty solid for me. Yeah. Right now. Yeah, because I can see you you're not a going out you're more low key, you're not a yeah. going out person, huh? Yeah. But you know, sometimes, you know, the money start coming in and them songs start dropping right. in the club. Right. You know, the the you ain't got a woman right now. Right? I do. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna watch the words I say. All right, cool. <laughs> so but we ain't gotta talk about that. But that's Anything, everything can always change, but you being grounded, that's the, that's the great thing. Right on. You know, and from the outside looking in, I could tell that money wouldn't change you. Right. Fame would not change you. Mm -hmm. You going to Rock Nation, people sitting on social media, that's not going to change you. Right. And I can tell by the way you move, demeanor, right? So, and I can say this is my first time actually finally meeting you in person, and it's like, man, like this was long awaited. And right on. I'm glad that it's happening today as opposed to in December. Yeah. But I do want to touch on um the the last song you dropped, uh Free Bird. Right. Talk about that song a little bit. The meaning behind um, that. Free Bird, I actually wrote in this uh this studio room, B room at Takeover. Um, late night. Like I said, I'm a night owl. Uh, yeah. Probably up uh five, six AM just writing going through uh just having fun um but the record in itself really touches on like uh what we would say uh female promiscuity if i'm saying that right i hope so um but um a free spirited woman uh being able to uh express herself how she feels too and then on the flip side the double standards that come with that right um, especially uh me being a male Speaking on that, I know uh, that's a thing with uh, feminists, uh, femininity, so to say. But um, it's basically just touching on a double standard of a woman expressing her freedom. Yeah, free bird. I like the meaning behind that. I like, and y'all shot the video. When did y'all shoot the video? Right here in uh, Houston, um, September. Yeah. Okay, y'all shot back in September. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I brought the video. Like I said, it's it's. You dropping things and it's like, man, I can't find nothing. I'm like, ah, I don't like this one. This I'm you dropping things and I'm sitting there like, man, I like it. You Thank know, you. and it's like, bro, like, and that's why I said it again. I'm, I'm, I said it earlier. I'm gonna say it again. The Megan, the Kendall Man, the Meeks, the Ammo, Clay, you, you're there now. You're in your episode. They're gonna look at this episode 
months from now. It's gonna be a They're gonna be like, oh shit, you got him on before. Wow, this is crazy. This down the third. Cause I say the name now. Oh, you talking about? Oh, I might have heard of him. Yeah. Oh, I think I heard the guy. Is that the one that had the song on God? You get the mix. It's not like the. Oh, no, you talking household about. name type. Right. Yeah. You can walk somewhere. You ain't got to introduce your name. For sure. Face card good everywhere. You think LeBron James got to say his name somewhere? <laughs> right know? on. My name LeBron James. Like, how nice to meet you. No, like, you ain't got to do that. Yeah. But that's what's going to happen for months. And it's like, when I hear it, for the first time when I hear it out somewhere, I'm like, that's when I'm going to start smiling. For sure. I'm for like, sure. shit, like. This is crazy. Yeah. This is wild. But man, this is uh this was an honor, bro. For sure. This was something that um I really wanted to do. And we're gonna have you on again. Like, for sure, Flip. For sure yeah. that. We're gonna have him on in December. When we do our wrap up. <laughs> we're gonna talk. They ain't gonna see they ain't gonna, they don't see him in front of the camera. They ain't gonna hear him right now. But we gonna yeah. we gonna do that. Us three. They people know what I'm talking about. But, it's gonna um, be a special. Oh yeah, <laughs> now nah, that's gonna be special because we gonna we gonna talk about other things too as well. Right on. But um, but yeah, man, I appreciate you. Appreciate and, you um, for having me. Man, for sure, bro. This was this was special. And uh, damn it, Easy's not in here to press the stop button, but it's okay. For sure, for sure. But uh, I'll talk a little bit some more until you come back. Um, because there was one more thing I did want to bring up was um, I know you like I said you're still moving to the top. Right. But the advice from I press it. You already pressed it? Oh, okay. Oh, we're cool. Um well easy, I don't know where he went. But um the advice you'll give to like I guess you could say artists that's up and coming. Right. Um, what would be that one thing you'll say to them? Advice that I give them, um, stay grounded, stay consistent. That's all it takes. Stay grounded, stay consistent, stay passionate. As best you can. <laughs> Keep yeah. the love for it. Yeah. Yes, sir. Man, I appreciate you. Damn it. It's mad. I, look, I do my podcast. I, I do it unedited. <laughs> like, they, the people going to hear this shit right here. Right. But, man, I appreciate you, bro. Real Do the Kill. Johnny Coco. Right on. Man, Bless. We are out.